Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Det här är ju Teach Me Sweden. Det är alltså en podcast där två komiker lär sig svensk historia. Jag heter Erik Broström. And I'm Jonathan Rollins. And we are going to go through the story of Johan Werner Öland. Oh, so kanske bitte namn. Yeah, maybe he's uh, not as Swedish as you think. Mm-hmm. His roots might be from somewhere else unexpected. Maybe he'll go to America. Maybe. <laughs> Vill ni ha en ledtråd så titta på introt till Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, <laughs> yes. We'll uh, learn a little bit about this and learn as much as you can. Oh! <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Good man, huh? Yeah, how you doing? It's a great day to learn about Swedish history. Oh, just idag känns det som att det kan vara den bästa dagen. Something about it. Ah, jag är spänd. Det här är min det här är min favoritdag eftersom det är du som har förberett och jag ska få lära mig. Jag lär mig ju när jag pluggar på också, men det är nu jag liksom får det matat till mig. Yes, and I feel like this the and I feel the other way like. I know the story, so then just it's almost like watching a movie with somebody ah, that you've, you've seen. Ah, yeah. Kolla reaktionerna. And I'm just, just waiting on your, your funny comments. <laughs> ah. No pressure. It's nice when you're here, but not if you're watching a movie and wait for the funny comments. <laughs> exactly. Alright, um, have you ever heard of Warner Oland? Warner Oland. Uh, Oland, is it Öland with O? Oh, Oland. Oland, no. It's a um, famous person. Okay. Yes, in American history. Mm-hmm. But this is a Swedish history podcast. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> the person we're going to talk about today was born Johan Werner Erlund. Aha. Yes. And this, do you know this person? No. Okay. Good. I get scared every Men time. Men där kom öet. Exactly. Erlund. Mm. And he was born in the small village of Nyby in Björholm Parish in the county of Västerbotten, okay. Sweden. Långt upp. And he was born on October 3rd, uh-huh. 1879. Okay. Uh, Björholm is, um, for geographical purposes, is situated 60 kilometers outside of Umeå. Ah, just that. So we got a norrlänning Väldigt mycket norrlänning. Yes. Ooh. 60 right. kilometer åt inåt land då såklart. Annars bor han ju i vattnet. <laughs> <laughs> You've been to Umeå before? Smart. Ja, jag har varit där eh, ett gäng gånger. Okej. Okay. Uh, I've, I've only gone for comedy, but uh, it's nice. I like det är fint och kallt och yeah. härligt. Yeah, nice. Um, Erlands family immigrated to the U.S., on October 15th, 1892, on board the SS Titan. No, I'm just kidding. 
Yeah, they survived. Not another one. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the stories I know, man. Uh, oh yeah, dude. <laughs> Teach me Sweden. If it's about the Titanic, it's the only way. <laughs> no, it, it was there was a SS Tingvalla. Okay, uh, which sailed from uh, Christiana, Norway, uh, to New York. Uh huh. And initially, they stayed in New York City. Uh, and then uh, the, the family settled in New Britain, Connecticut, which is not far from New York City. Uh-uh. Uh, Connecticut, just northeast of New York City. Huh. Uh, he was educated in Boston. Oh. Yeah. So imagine that. He's got a a, a Boston accent and a Norland accent. Ooh, he looked him on tour. <laughs> I am from Boston. <laughs> well, that's a hemst. <laughs> Exactly. Um, he spoke English, of course, and Swedish. Uh, um, his father, Jonas, um, was <laughs> his father's name is Jonas, and his name is Johan. His dad was like very close to Junior. Uh, very tip close some to Junior. Tip some y'all. Tip some y'all. Not Junior, but nästan, nästan. He was a shopkeeper, and his mother. Uh, it just says his mother was Maria Johanna. <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> his father had a job his mother was Maria <laughs> hans far hade en affär han sålde konfekt av olika slag inte den traditionella fudgen utan mer en vaniljsort mm. hans mamma hon heter Lisa <laughs> fortsätt that's all you need to know <laughs> we don't pry in this woman's business she was a woman come on get on in the 1800s um, <laughs> as a young man Erland pursued a career in theater Ah, uh-huh. okay. At first, he worked on set design um, while developing his skills as a dramatic actor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In 1906, he was signed to tour the country with the troupe led by Russian-American actress Alla Natsimova. Uh, the following year, he met and married um, the playwright and portrait painter Edith Gardiner Schoen. Alla Natsimova. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a, a like a, a, a dance song. <laughs> A Hitler dance song. <laughs> Alla Nazi Mova. Alla Nazi Mova. Yeah. <laughs> Alla Nazi Mova. Alla Nazi Mova. Alla Nazi Mova. Alla Nazi Mova. Man bara dubbar över det till något så här Hitler-tal. We've been singing liksom. a fucking all this time. Uh. We, we've been... We've been hiling by mistake on the dance floor. Åh, oh, jobbigt när mänskligheten får veta. Nu får ni veta. Nah, every time the DJ says put your hands up, it's a different look oh. mm. when you play Nazi Mova. Eller hur? Det är inte lika klädsamt. Det ser inte bra ut. Oh man. Uh, the movie industry was in its beginning stages in Hollywood, of course. And um, Johan Erlund changing his name to the more Americanized Warner mm-hmm. Oland, mm-hmm. worked as a stage actor for a while before getting small parts in films in the 1910s and the 1920s. So the Swedish guy goes over there uh, and just uh. starts getting roles vänta, vänta. in cast. Is he an upphovsman to Warner uh, bolagen? I will continue the story. <laughs> <laughs> He's so excited right now. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I didn't even think about that. Uh, uh, the name Warner. Mm. Okay. Um, as Hollywood made the transition from silent film to sound pictures mm. in the late twenties, um, he was uh, co-starring in Warner Brothers films, but 
No ah, relation. okay. Det var ingen. Okay. Mm. Yeah, and he was in uh, groundbreaking. Uh, uh, he was in the groundbreaking part talkie because they called him talkies when they ah, first det. started. Just, just det. It was a part talkie called the jazz singer that came out in 1927. Just, He's in this. Det, det jag, ja. Mm. The, yeah, the jazz singer is like a, a famous uh, film. I haven't seen it, of course, but you know, it's known for being just det, just the first uh, part talkie. Oh, han var med i den, alltså. Yeah, okay. and he started landing more prominent roles. Uh-huh. This guy, the Swedish guy. Wow. His greatest success came in 1931 when he was cast in the role of Charlie Chan, a Honolulu-based Chinese-American police detective. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> In a movie <laughs> called Charlie Chan Carries On, which came out in 1931. <laughs> And it's based on the popular detective mystery series by Earl Dare Biggers, which was produced by Fox Films. Okay. So Fox Films mm-hmm. says that, Vem ska spela den här asiatiska detektiven? Yes. The Swede! <laughs> And then what does Norland know about Asian people? Eller hur? <laughs> Jesus. It's not like they marry a bunch of women from Thailand. Nej, nej, inte inte en, inte en. No, no, that's later. Kommer, kommer, det kommer. Nu hade det varit helt okej för en svensk att spela. De har ju gjort efterforskningar. His performance as the seemingly mild-mannered but razor-sharp Asian detective won him critical acclaim which resulted in his playing Chan again in the sequel <laughs> The Black Camel 1931 <laughs> oh. notice the same year okay, 1931 det är bra jobbat alltså Oland uh. claimed that his vaguely Asian appearance was due to possessing some Mongolian ancestry okay uh. though his known ancestry, <laughs> ancestry contains no indications that this is so <laughs> Han har bara fått för sig det. Just made this uh, shit up. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I got Mongolian. You know, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jag är lite mongol. Det är okej. Sa han det för att det var för att han blev ifrågasatt? Varför spelar du? Yeah, they were just like, how are you so good at it? And, um, uh, oh. Ja, det, hur, kan, hur kommer det sig att du är så bra på det? And here's the, here's a, I'm, I'm showing uh, Eric a picture. Uh. Of, uh... Ja, men fan. Han ser ju lite. Alltså, för, på 30-talet så fattar jag att han... <laughs> kunde spela asiat det var, det var inte så noga då <laughs> He's squinting in a picture <laughs> ah, Är det därifrån? Eh... This is Charlie Chan ah, det, ah, okay. This ah, is not him, this is him in character Jaha, jag trodde det var en bild på honom no, 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 Som no, inte no. hade med det att göra Okej, okay, no, ah, no, no. där har de f- gjort honom Så att han ska se lite asiatisk ut yeah, yeah. ah, ja, Okej, okay, då hänger jag med ah, ja, okay. <laughs> got the, That was his Asian is, That's him at his most Asian Okay, wow <laughs> This picture mm. The success of the uh, Chan character character turned into a cash cow for Fox Studios. Wow. And Olam became a valuable property. Oi. Mm-hmm. It seems incredible today, but in Fox's pre-Shirley Temple period, remember, you know Shirley Temple? Uh-huh. The child actress? Uh, Olam was considered the only guaranteed profit maker on the lot for Fox. Wow. So this was their guy. He became wealthy. He was a triple A lister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And what he did was he became wealthy and he bred miniature schnauzers. <laughs> the, the, the dog. Uh, slutade no, eller? no. Nej. Of course he kept acting, but he's just like, you know what? One of my hobbies is uh, breeding schnauzers. Oh. 
Vad va, va jobbar du med? Eh, jag spelar asiat. Du är svensk. Ja. Och sen så eh, födde jag upp eh, mini schnauzers. German. <laughs> ja. German dog. Men tyska va? Ja. <laughs> Any other questions? Så kulturell är jag. <laughs> uh, and in keeping with his... Uh, in keeping with his Norland roots. He became increasingly dependent upon alcohol. <laughs> ah, vilket fint sätt att säga det på. <laughs> What a nice way of calling someone an alcoholic. I'm uh, actually uh, at this meeting, this AA meeting. Uh, you guys, uh, you said you started getting drunk. Well, I became increasingly dependent upon alcohol when I was 13. And I'm not abusing it. I'm dependent upon it. it. <laughs> uh, uh, and he exhibited bizarre delusional behavior after mm-hmm. periods of drinking. Okay. Ja, det kan man ju... Men det får ju de flesta. Alltså, yeah. det, det händer ju... It is. Det händer om bästa. <laughs> uh, he appeared in a total of 16 Charlie Chan Nej, features. Nej, 16 stycken. Yeah. Var alla smash hits? They're pretty... I th- a lot of them are on YouTube in their entirety. Wow! But a wow. lot... I'll tell you a little more, and then I'm going to play a clip from the movie. Oh, yeah, I can't even vent that. Okay, sure. All right. <laughs> he appeared in 16 movies. And get, time frame, 16 movies, right? Uh, uh. Between 1931 uh. and guess how long? Guess the next. Five years. Seven years. You're right there, man. It's six years. Uh. Between 31 and 37, this guy uh. did 16 movies as the same character. Vet du vad jag tror? This was a hit. I think he just played it in. Och sen yep. så bara, eh, klipp där. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's different story. It's like, um, and there, the ones I found were like, each one was like a little bit over an hour long. Okay. Oh, and that's yeah, probably yeah. back then. Just was just like, that. Uh. Man, it's like a, uh, an episode of fucking MASH or something. Eller hur? Uh. Uh, um, the, the Chan films were budgeted approaching 1930s, a picture level, a picture levels, which is like $275,000. Uh. And were usually shot within tight, 30-day schedules, just like you said, three films per year. Oh, shit. And a number, uh, sadly, a number of these films have uh, apparently been lost. Mm-hmm. They're just like... De som inte finns på YouTube. Maybe the, yeah, maybe the ones where he's the, uh, the most Asian. Förmodligen. <laughs> just like, uh, he, uh, he didn't say not one R properly. <laughs> the, the studio about, whoops. Ooh, oh, I don't know what happened to that uh, racist movie. <laughs> the series was pretty much the only uh, guaranteed... Profit maker the ailing studio could bank on during the days leading to its takeover by ex Warner production chief Daryl Zanuck in 1935. That resulted in its transformation to Fox Films into 20th Century Fox. Ah, uh, okay. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. Uh, from 1931 to 35, despite doing all these other movies, he uh, he did other films besides the Chan series. Okay, <laughs> but he was <laughs> what, what <do> <laughs> but he was increasingly relegated to roles that didn't vary much beyond mysterious Asians. Devoria, <laughs> okay. Uh. And in mid 1935, he became so identified as Charlie Chan that he was assigned to the series exclusively. The uh. Swedish man was typecast as Hollywood's. Asian. Wow. <laughs> Men skönt i alla fall att han inte typ gjorde filmer som heter Black Joe och skit. Det var jävligt pinsamt alltså. Det hade varit snäppet värre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Okej, okay, han, han, han gjorde pengar på att spela asiat, helt enkelt. Yeah. But he's part Mongolian, right? Somehow. <laughs> Om jag säger det så är det sant. <laughs> så är det. This is great. His last eight films were all Chan entries, usually co-starring Kiye Luke 
who played Chan's number one son. That's what he called him, number one son. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and while considered somewhat stereotypical today, these films were met with wide critical acclaim and all were hugely profitable. Wow. So he's a, a, a box office smash, this guy. Wow. The best of the series is generally considered to be Charlie Chan at the Opera, which came out 1936 towards <laughs> featuring lavish set design and a particularly effective menacing villain in Boris Karloff. Aha, Boris Karloff. Cool. Yeah. Um, you want to hear a clip? Ah, om jag vill, om jag vill. Hold on, here, here it comes. Mr. Chan has a few words to say to all of it, and I advise you to listen closely. Thank you so much. Excuse abrupt invitation here tonight, but all present seriously involved in death of Miss Billy Bronson and Thomas Mitchell. Mr. Mitchell followed Miss Bronson from Europe to secure diary which contain much scandal. Plan using same to ruin Mr. Berg, who stole love of wife, Marie. That's plain downright collusion. I'm a respectable girl. Pardon, please. I'm not questioning respectability. Uh, merely offer proof of intimacy. Did you see that bow there? That's yeah, yeah. right there. <laughs> and the, the, that's the crazy part is that uh, the, the English, he's supposed to be Chinese American. Uh, but his English is like, bro, they don't, he didn't lay on the accent thick. There's a slight accent. Uh, so slightly. But he looks like verwirrad och kåt samtidigt. I don't know My what I'm saying. My penis is hard right now. And I need a woman <laughs> or a man? Ah, uh, that's what I want to look into as well. I don't know if he ever had a love interest in any of these because you know that's the big thing about Hollywood. Mm. That they always desexualize. Eddie Murphy fick ju inte för en typ um, han fick inte ha en sex scen för en uh, like uh, Boomerang was the first one. Ah, right? exakt. Yeah. Och han fick inte ha en kärleksrelation först uh, prins i New York och det var med en annan svart kvinna. Mhm. Oh, yeah, I don't think he's ever been with a non-black woman in a movie. Men men vit kvinna. Nej. I said a non-black one. Yeah. Ja, ah, no. ah, precis. Ah, okej. Okay. Ah, no, ja, oavsett oavsett annan etnicitet. Nej, eller hur? Det är så sjukt. Det var ju verkligen. Yes, like, och det var, han var liksom It doesn't happen often with a black actor and a white woman. Nej. If we talk about black. Ah. But Asian in like the black you know you have black exploitation films and stuff ah, like that like ah. shaft and you have sex symbols that are black they always end up with a black woman Just that. but you never see that and one of my uh the examples I always throw out there is uh the movie um Romeo Must Die I had to set them and um that's the movie that was made popular because Alia was the main actress you know it's like her her first time in a role Vem Alia the, the R&B singer yeah, yeah, yeah. the one who mm. died in a plane crash Just just that um And Jackie Chan is in that. Ah, uh, or is it Jet Li? Say, I, I want to say Jet Li. Chan yeah, yeah, yeah. it's probably Jet Li. Jackie Chan. Hello, hello, sixty. Oh shit! No, but Jet Li is in that with Aaliyah. Yeah. And uh, damn, I sound racist if I'm <laughs> confusing Jackie Chan and <laughs> Jet Li. <laughs> One of them. Generations apart. Uh, Charlie, Can't maybe, tell the difference. This is Charlie Chan. What a name. <laughs> this is Charlie Chan. Get Lee, motherfucker. I don't know. <laughs> Bruce Lee. One of <laughs> so, uh, so Jet Lee and her, and they're in it, and then there's supposed to be a little tension, and then mm-hmm. nothing nothing materializes at all. Okay. It just ends with her like kissing him on the cheek and something like that. It's just completely... 
desexualizing the Asian man. I don't. I can't think of an Asian man that's portrayed as a sex symbol. Uh, I mean, uh, Shang-Chi senast. Alltså senaste Marvel-filmen. Han är ju ganska het. Sa jag objektivt. I'm saying the character. Is the character sought after? Uh, Okej okay då, nej. Han är ju han är en superhjälte. We'll see. Hopefully it gets better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Their portrayal, because this is the first portrayal of Asian How man. And, it's not, and then the son... I don't have it in the clip, but I watched some of this movie and. Uh, Eru fast. Eru <laughs> I'm a Chan. huge Charlie Chan fan now. <laughs> They call us uh, Chan fans, and uh, <laughs> Chanies. <laughs> We're Chanies. <laughs> I'm a Chani, and uh, no, I, his son is played by what looks like an Asian man, more Asian ah. than him. Ah, okay, I don't think yeah. he looks at it. He looks like a dude from Sertamal, like an older man. Like you know how ja, the, ja. the droopy face. Like, but I mean, he's for me. I think he looks like the way they did it in the 30s. But I could see any uh, you know dude hanging outside of uh, System Balagat ah. could get made up like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Till me better. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. That, that's it's unfortunate. That it had to be a Swede at the forefront of all of this. The fortunate part is that he had Mongolian ancestry. <laughs> exactly. In <laughs> the I got a. Um, But son, son, sorry. I have a little Mongolian in me. <laughs> I don't. I don't think he said it like that. But he can Erik. I can't just end it. Ush, what tråkigt. All right. Now I wanted to go through the. Uh, So I got some information about his Chan years. Okay. Uh. All right. Um, the actor who first made Charlie Chan a popular screen character is also for many the definitive Charlie Chan. Or as his friend and co-star of eight Chan pictures, Key Luke, who played his son, mm-hmm. um, uh, or number one son, succinctly puts it, the complete Charlie Chan. There is a good reason for this point of view. Certainly Warner Erland, or Warner Oland, that we call them, Um, is the most prestigious Charlie Chan the movies ever had. Where later actors came to the role from a background of relative obscurity, Olan came to the series as a distinguished character actor and sometimes star, a status he maintained well into the Chan years. Wow. Men vadå, kom det flera Charlie Chan-filmer sen med andra yeah. skådespelare? Aha. I'll tell you why soon. Okay. But, um, but, before, but that's the weird thing is that he played... Imagine somebody playing... A regular white dude in the background in the film. Mm-hmm. Like that's in like Ocean's Eleven as one of the guys that's uh, scamming you or whatever, pulling the heist off. And then the next movie they're in, they're playing somebody who's Asian detective. <laughs> that that would never fly today. Oh, no. That's crazy. But into that Brad Pitt. Some spiller Charlie Chan. I know, right? Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. 
Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even before the role of Charlie Chan came his way, Olan was a frequent on-screen oriental. This is what they wrote. Varför? Hur många fanns det sju skådespelare i Hollywood, eller? De bara, äh, det är bara han som typ kan se asiatisk. Det är han, han. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, despite the fact that he was born in Sweden to a mixture of Swedish and Russian parents. Mm-hmm. Physically, he had an exotic look to begin with. And the addition of an oriental style mustache and beard made the transformation complete. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's complete now. <laughs> And he told uh, the key Luke, who's the actual Asian that plays the son, uh, I owe my Chinese appearance to the Mongol invasion. That's what he, that's what he once told. Uh, Aha, menar han att, uh, but there's a whole thing that everybody says. Everybody has a little bit of Mongolian blood because of the... Uh, of, um, uh, ma- I can't remember this guy's <laughs> name. What is this kind of We can't do anything. Khan? Yes, ah. Khan. Mm. Khan artist. Okay, om han skyller okay, så so han okay, han bara. Ah, men, uh, Everybody hur, is. Hur kan du spela så jag? Hur kan du göra så bra? Eh, uh, Genghis, Genghis Khan. Khan. Uncle Uncle Gee. <laughs> <laughs> We call him Uncle Gee over here. Uh, that's true. Luke agrees is what he said back to him because the Mongols did get up there around Sweden and Finland and naturally they sired some children and so he said, I come by it naturally. Så han säger att på grund av det är han kan spela den rollen. Men jag tänkte först om han hade någon slags samiskt påbrå. För att jag har hört att från Asien så folkvandrade. Alltså det här är under flera tusen år. Mm. Så folkvandrade f- genom hela Asien, inklusive Ryssland, över Finland och sen över till norra Sverige. Och där stannade de. Och de samerna då. Mm. Eh, det finns ju ett folkslag samer. Yeah. Ursprungligen från Asien liksom. Medan vi som bor här nere traditionellt sett har mer släkt med eh, Tyskland eller Holland eller så. Oh. Jag vet inte ens om det där är sant, men jag har hört det. Och jag har min, mitt, eh, mitt ex har, eh, hon är finsk-samiskt på bro. Så det var hon som sa det till mig. Så so det maybe ska... he's part of that. Jag vet inte, men yeah. ja. För då, har man, uh. för då har man lite sådana mer liksom asiatiska yeah. drag, lite mer yeah. liksom mandelformade ögon och så. så att, uh, det ligger någonting i det. Men jag vet inte om han... Ja, men han var ju från Norrbotten, ja. Ja, yeah, I was gonna say. That could be. Yeah. Kanske. Could be. Mm. And uh, they say there was never any need for elaborate makeup. <laughs> They're just trying to cover up for this bullshit. <laughs> I don't know. Squint, it's, it's damn it! <laughs> It's so easy to hire an Asian person. Eller hur? <laughs> det är typ som att man bara så här, det var typ så en hel drös med asiatiska skådespelare bara. Hej, jag skulle vilja göra någon film och de är så här. Okej, okay, vad ska du spela? <laughs> Are you gonna play, play, play an Asian man? We have an Asian detective. Go, go, go ifrån. Vi har ni. Okay. Charlie Chan, scen 2, tagning 3. Go Sweet, go. <laughs> go Sweet. <go. laughs> 
uh, and they said the only make the only thing they had to do is put a little goatee on him. Mm. Just put the little goatee on him. Mm, alla asiater har en goatee. Otherwise, he had his own mustache. <laughs> okay. He had his own Mongolian mustache. <laughs> Good that he, for you. Everything was just like that. No makeup. It's amazing. Just amazing. That's what it was quoted to say. <laughs> Number one uh, son. His wow. screen uh, career predates his first Charlie Chan film by some 16 years. His earliest official screen assignment was an Italian gangster Oi. in a in a theater bar melodrama titled Sin in 1915. What showed on for Alibi there? Cesar walked around yet Miko. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Roman Empire. <laughs> They got around a bit, and uh, they didn't stop in uh, in uh, Holland, if you know what I mean. Some say they moved on to Asia and Mongolia. Mm, the combination you know I mean. of Caesar and Genghis Khan is Charlie Chan. <laughs> This guy. That's where I'm coming from. What has two thumbs and is a mixture of Genghis Khan and Caesar? <laughs> Warner Odin. <laughs> This summer is Charlie Chan. Just when you thought he couldn't get any more Asian. <laughs> Mamma mia. <laughs> Mamma mia, I'm from China. Jesus. I'm gonna solve the crime. <laughs> the climb. I'm gonna solve the climb. <laughs> Mixing up his accent. <laughs> I'm gonna solve the climb. This year, Jackie Chan stars in I Am A Gonna Solve The Climb. <laughs> you said Jackie Chan, dude. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. This guy is both Italian and Chinese. <laughs> Where was I? Uh, he married the Ali, Ali Nazimova. Oh, he did the Ali Nazimova thing uh. that I mentioned. And uh, his proceeds from from that uh, went towards financing his own production of his translation of Pierre Gint, an unqualified success that made Olin temporarily quite wealthy. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. And he was able to translate that to Swedish because uh, um, his wife that he married learned Swedish okay. to help uh, him uh, with the translation. Aha, han gifte sig med någon i, i USA. American, uh, yeah. Aha. Och vadå, uh, Pierre Gint, men det känner jag igen. Det är ju ett känt verk. And uh, they say he was more artist than businessman, so he lost all the money he made on his theatrical uh, endeavor. Yes, as he should. I, I wonder if alcohol had anything to do with that. Han var ju dependent. So he had the movie Charlie Chan in Paris. I saw a clip from that too. Um, I was going to take a clip, but I thought to have the him talking to that lady was better. Um, <laughs> they offered uh, the first appearance of the key Luke as Lee Chan. His number one son. The move was at once advantageous and damaging. Key Luke was a perfect match for Olin, but his presence allowed Charlie to become a little lazy, letting Lee take a more active role. Still, there was such a beautifully complimentary pair that it's impossible to gripe. And Luke added much to the series and the warmth of their relationship. Vahan Asiat, åtminstone. I saw him. <laughs> and maybe they got me fooled. <laughs> but uh it says he's a Chinese when I type his name it says he's a Chinese American film actor. Ah. Uh, but uh, he looks like when I saw him I was like this is an Asian guy. You know what I'm saying? How did I see it? Yeah. But then if I look at Warner Oland, I I always get that same 
picture of this guy. Ah. Which is the one in character. Ah. Varför finns det ingen? Jag vill ju veta hur han såg ut utan allt. It seems like he just he knew where the money was at. Gick han runt så där kanske? Han kanske aldrig tog av sig goatee. Yeah, it's like he just was well I think they had to put the goatee on him but other than like this looks like a Swedish guy when you look at like pictures like that. Ah. Uh. And then he looked like a black man right there. Ah, du ser, han hade kunnat gjort saker som This guy was a chameleon. <laughs> ah. So um So they 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 work together him and Key Luke but then Key Luke starts getting more uh, popular and then uh after Charlie Chan in Paris only two non-Chan roles awaited Oland. Okay. The first and best was Dr. Yogami in Stuart Walker's brilliant and neglected horror film Werewolf of London. Okay. Um var han, var han spelar asiater också eller? Yes. Okay. He was more they, <laughs> this is how they describe it. Sure, it was more oriental villainy. But <laughs> uh, okay, but of an unusual and symbolic kind, and not even Fu Manchu could lay claim to being a werewolf. Okay, so they this article I found here really respects the work mm. of Werner Olin. Um, when I just I find it, it's, it's hard not to look at it. Men, I mean, I'm looking at it in the lens of 2021. Yeah, ja, but sure, clearly, there's no other way to see it. But failed that film, Werewolf of London, or was that also a hit? Um, it doesn't say Nej. how that went. För det lät nästan som att han typ försvarade rollen att så här, ja visst, alltså det är lite mer orientaliskt och alla kanske inte köper det men det var ett gediget hantverk. Det lät nästan som att de försökte liksom komma med undanflykter till varför inte filmen funkar. Men jag kanske läste in det, jag vet inte. Uh, maybe. Ja. Uh, they don't go into it much more here. Nej, okej. Okay. Uh, many actors would have bristled under the typecasting because all he's getting is these uh, oriental roles as they're saying mm-hmm. here, which is Uh, now offensive uh, but Oland loved his Charlie Chan character and in truth it was his character owing as much to his interpretation as to Bigger's creation you must understand that the man was well that we would call what we would call an aristocrat among actors that's what <laughs> Key Luke says the actual Asian guy ah just that but who was the clip that we saw var mm-hmm. det liksom det Charlie Chan gjorde? Yeah. Han kommer in och, och det är inte så actionfyllt direkt liksom. No. Det är inte Jackie Chan. No, he was Chan. a quiet detail. It was like, ah. it's almost like Sherlock Holmes. Mm. The Man, stuff ko- I've seen is he comes in and uh, uh, almost uh, the two, I've seen clips from two movies and he kind of walks in and they kind of go from scene to scene. The whole group tr- while he solves a crime. Okay. So he'll be like, um, there's a dead man on the floor here and he has this here. Do you have this, this? And somebody says, oh, actually, I do have this. He's like, did you look at this? No, I didn't. Ah. And then he solves the crime like that. He shows uh, that he's like smarter than everybody in the room. Just that. Slowly solving crimes, like almost like Clue or a, it's a whodunit. Ah, uh, just, just that. Uh, so, yeah. Det låter ju faktiskt som en ganska bra grej. Alltså, om du tar bort uh, det här. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Men alltså, som program det så tycker jag det är skitkul att ha typ så här en, en, en live pussel. Man yeah. bara går igenom olika rum. Det är liksom filmat som en pjäs nästan. Yeah, and it makes me want to watch 16 of these in five years, you know? Ja, <laughs> oh, lätt, lätt. Lätt. A little over, overdone, but that's, hey, that's Hollywood, man. Oh. If it's working, let's do it. Oh, if you're gonna do it, do it proper. Um, according to Key Luke, uh, he says about uh, Warner, he had the grand style. He lectured at Harvard. He had his own Shakespearean group, I think. Han bara började kasta ut lite nät Och Shakespeare-grupp, tror jag Vi might as well have 
<laughs> he was the first man to translate Strindberg or Strindberg. I don't know how to say it. Strindberg. I don't know which, but it looks like Strindberg into English. Strindberg. In all of his Chan pictures, the Chinese that he spoke, he learned. Var han först med att översätta Strindberg till engelska? That's what it says. That's what, according to Key Luke. The guy who plays his son. Det är helt sjukt. Yeah. Det borde han ju vara känd. Alltså han borde ju typ... De borde ju gömma det här Charlie Chan-grejen. It seems like he fell into this thing and took it all the way. Ja, ah, jo. You know what I mean? Like, all right, this is it. Och det var 31. Yeah. Han gjorde inget fel. Då. No, no. I, don't, I, don't. I just think that it's sad that they couldn't just get an Asian person. Det, är, <laughs> men, när, got... det finns till och med en. Yeah, like, som går med. He didn't have to learn. <laughs> this guy here doesn't have to learn Chinese. <laughs> They're like, uh, excuse me, um, Oriental man, uh, can you learn uh, Chinese? Oh, <laughs> I'm like, no, shit. I know it already. Ja, men förstår du vilken utveckling? Nu har de ju börjat ta bort stereotyper i filmer för att de förstår ju att vi kan inte hålla på så. Yeah. Men om du bara tittar på 90-talet så yeah. är det typ varenda asiat är liksom så här. I am Chinese! Alltså det är så yeah. jävla brett liksom. Yeah. Det är så ordentligt, proper stereotype. Yeah. Här är det liksom stereotypiskt och det är inte ens de själva som får göra det. <laughs> Det är jävla svensk. Det är liksom... Det är så många lager. Yeah, yeah this is it's crazy. Uh, so to say, he... Um, the Chinese that he used, he, he spoke, he learned. No one had to speak it for him or dub it. He learned it. He and I used to practice Chinese calligraphy. <laughs> he went to China, made periodical trips over there, and brought back little objects of art and all sorts of things. Oh, that are all sorts of things. Oh, and they wrote all sorts of thing. Ah. <laughs> Why wouldn't they just put the S? <laughs> just put the S in. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. And all that sort of thing. Uh-huh, okay, my okay, bad, yeah. my bad. Mm-hmm. I was I, I, I added my hatred uh, for this uh, whole situation. Uh, so the man was a thoroughly dedicated artist. He came from the school that enabled you, taught you to cast aside your personality and create a character that the audience could believe in. Yes. This dude is really going to bat for him. Oh, verkligen. Uh, and, he, and apparently he did a lot of research and he loved the Chan character and he put all of that into it and that's why he was so good according to his uh, co-star. Uh, men, men från hans håll så var det så här det här är method acting. Jag ska gå in och vara en helt annan person. Yeah. Och på den tiden så särskilde man ju inte ifall det var... I'm taking a job. Ja, men man, 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 här, man tänkte ju inte så här det här är provokativt på grund av det här utan yeah. det var så här, nej men det är som att jag spelar en pirat yeah. eller som att jag spelar en, ett rådjur eller liksom så här, man fattar ju liksom inte vart fel yeah, like, I'm going to China so I can perfect Exakt, ja. my, my Asian Jag ska visa dem, jag ska göra det jag ska göra det asiatiska folket så stolt so, över so mig So proud of me, ah. man <laughs> <laughs> oh. Now I want to go back to, uh, to the story of, uh, of this gentleman Olan's uh, physical and mental problems slowly began to catch up to him, and in 1937, he was said to have suffered a nervous breakdown, apparently due to some kind of mental dementia. Because of all the schnauzers. <laughs> <laughs> the Fox executive, knowing that Olan was one of his biggest money earners, kept his alcoholism and mental problems hidden from the public. Mm. As you do. Thrashed. In November... 1937, Edith, his wife of 30 years, filed for divorce. In January 1938, Charlie Chan at the ringside began production at Fox, Fox's Western Avenue lot under the direction of James Tinling with an increasingly erratic 
um, with an increasingly erratic Oland. Okay, so he got more mm-hmm. erratic. Man, oh, man. After a few days shooting outside of Studio 6, Oland walked out and never returned. He was heard complaining the studio was possessed by voodoo and feared contracting pneumonia. Wow. Han blev ett riktigt Chinese alkoholskadad. He man. went too far into the role. It's like, too no, deep man. Into character. <laughs> There's voodoo. <laughs> There's voodoo in the studio. Oh, shit. I'm going to get pneumonia. That's such a random thing to say. There's uh, voodoo here. I'm going to get pneumonia. Det är två helt olika saker. Varför par kopplar de? Over the next month, there were numerous negotiations between Oland and SAG, uh, which is the Just that. Uh, the, the union. Uh, mm. yeah. uh, Oland had been an early member of SAG. He was the first Asian. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a little Mongolian. He thought it was the Studio Asians uh, group. <laughs> I'm number one. <laughs> It's just me. <laughs> What are you doing here? Oh, no, sorry. I forgot the goatee. Uh, is, is this the SAG group or the SIG group? Because I'm also in studio Italians. <laughs> Am I supposed to be here? <laughs> What the union? So production uh, was briefly resumed, then suspended after Olin again failed to report to work. Mm-hmm. He was hospitalized and released, then decided to return to his mother's home in Sweden. Afrikahem. Yeah, he went back to Sweden. Um, Olin's film career, unbeknownst to him, was over. And the interim producer, Sol M. Wurzel, who sounds like somebody's going to take all your money uh. and write a bad contract <laughs> for you. <laughs> That sounds like a villain name. Sol, Sol Wurzel. <laughs> He's going to do great things. Des- uh, desperate to salvage the property ordered the Chan picture reworked as Mr. Moto's Gamble, 1938, with minor supporting cast changes. Huh. He said, if we have one Asian, we'll get another. Uh. Wow. Uh, successful negotiations were made with the Bigger's estate, who uh, wrote the, the story that they're doing. And the film was quickly shot with Peter Lore and released April 7th, which is the day that the terrorist thing happened, Jotun uh, uh. 1938. Uh. The film itself remains. I mean, <laughs> it happened then too. Pickup truck. I just remember April seventh. Oh yeah, yeah. The film itself remains an anachronism in the Moto series, um, as it contains much Chan-like dialogue tacked on Moto-esque action scenes and a guest starring role by Key Luke. Regardless, it was also a hit. <laughs> but, but Key Luke took over role, eller? No, he was, he was number one son. He played it, his son. Va? Nej! Oh! Va, var det Peter Lorre som yes. spelade Charlie Chan? Yeah. Det är ju helt, har du sett hur Peter Lorre ser ut? No. Han är med i en massa... Han är, han är en sån gammal skurk från 30-40-talen eh, som alltid dyker upp. Han ser fan <laughs> ännu mindre asiatisk ut. Vad fan håller de på med? He's got very round eyes. Uh, Does he play det? in uh, Casablanca? Like... Okay, I knew, I've seen this guy before. Uh, uh. Wow, they were desperate. Han är alltid väldigt uh, nervös också i alla filmer. Han alltid säger, hey, what are you doing? Uh, typ så. Does he play um, the assistant, Frankenstein's assistant? Oh, det vet jag inte. Because the way you said that, it sounded like, ah, yes, Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> yes, Igor. Igor. Igor, yeah. Uh, um, 
So the movie was a hit anyway. It seemed like any Chan movie was just working. So uh, now they're just like, well, fuck you, bro. Uh, you like, I'll go, we got to deal with this guy with mental problems uh, and this, this, uh, he's, he's Mongolian and shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, during his visit to Sweden, Olin negotiated a reconciliation with Edith. Uh-huh. Uh, but contracted bronchial pneumonia, which was... <laughs> hey, voodoo, man. Called it. <laughs> Han hade rätt. Han hade rätt. He died on August 6th, 1938. Nej. Yeah, I swear you At age 57. Uh-huh. Ironically, Fox con- Contract and the Chan series uh, director, John G. Blystone, died the same day. Nej. Voodoo. Voodoo. Yeah, man. Han hade ju rätt. Kolla. Det är voodoo. And Jag pneumonia. kommer få lunginflammation. Och så hände det. Vad dog den regissören av då? I bet it was pneumonia. It says he he was uh, John G. Blystone died of voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how he died. <laughs> Numerous <laughs> actors were tested to fill Olan's shoes as Charlie Chan, among them Cy uh, Kendall, Walter Connolly, J. Edward Bromberg, Bromberg, as we would say, it, Noah Berry Jr. <laughs> What of Edward? Broomberry is Swedish. <laughs> oh, I will, I will, I will. Michael Viseroff and Leo Carrillo. I thought you might know some of these people. No. I Peter Lorre had a full call, but I didn't know him. And Kendall and Connolly, two of the people I named, they played Chan on radio, so they thought it would work. The series continued at Fox for another 11 entries. Wow. With Sidney Toller. I've heard that name before, who um, was signed by Zanuck in mid-October 1938. Toller injected more humor into the character. Uh, <laughs> not necessarily uh, better. Yeah. <laughs> as scripts became somewhat more pedestrian, of course, as uh, they do, uh, and it's the same story. Uh, But 1942, Fox considered the series exhausted, and it would ultimately be sold to low-budget studio Monogram Pictures and continue on even after Toller's death in 1947 with Roland Winters in the role through six dismal films into 1949. Uh, so this guy kind of started in, in Empire. Fat, clear. Uh, in a postscript, Fox director Norman Foster paid a subtle tribute to Olin in the next Moto film, Mr. Moto's Last Warning. During that movie's production in August 1938, cast and crew learned of Olin's passing in his native Sweden. Hmm. Uh, over the title, Charlie Chan in Honolulu, 1938, on the bill of the Sultana Theater of Variety, they placed the banner, Last Day, as a tribute to him. Okay. Yeah, man. So that was... Uh, det slår mig nu. Jag tror att Harvey Keitel refererar till Charlie Chan i Reservoir Dogs. Mm-hmm. Du vet, i introt yeah. så sitter han typ... Uh, uh, they, fucking Charlie Chan. Fucking Charlie Chan. I yeah, got Madonna's was... big dick coming out of my left ear. Yeah. And I got Toby, I don't know what the fuck's his face. Yeah. Han säger fucking Charlie Chan. Jag har alltid tänkt att han säger typ Jackie Chan eller något. <laughs> jag, jag, jag har ingen referens till Charlie yeah. Chan. Men han säger fan, han nämner honom där. Wow. Ja, så det är Johan... Werner Erlund, wow. also known as Warner Oland. Underbar, liten historienogatbit där alltså. <laughs> Gud vad... The Swedish guy that plays... That was the first Asian in Hollywood. <laughs> Men han var också... Han kom från Genghis Khan och Cesar. <laughs> Så uh, ja, han får spela vad som helst. <laughs> yes, I agree, man. And, uh, and we all come from Africa. So he's, Exakt, så han hade kunnat spela... <laughs> Varför inte även ha gjort en Black Joe eller något? Yeah. <laughs> <Black Joe. laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Uh, for those of you that are interested or have some stories for us, uh, feel free to email us at teachmesweden at gmail.com. Tusen tack för det här. Yeah, man. You live and you learn, man. Oh, yeah. Warner, I'm never look at, never look at old Erland the same. No, 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 no. Thanks for checking us out. Uh. It's been Jonathan Rollins. Och Erik Broström i Teach Me Sweden. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.